as you mentioned the drive-ins the tooting of the horns <laughs> rather than clapping really freaked me out the first song you know it was, ah, ah, ah. i was like oh that's that's a positive sound i just can't I, they can't laugh it was so funny and the windscreen wipe going to the music was so funny hello and welcome back to in the frame Sadly, we're at the end of the series. I don't know where the time's gone. I can't believe we've been going since January. But thank you so much for all your incredible support and for sticking with us for a bit of weekly stagey escapism. We have two incredible guests for you today, Sophie Evans and Lauren Samuels, who both appeared on Over the Rainbow back in 2010, finishing in second and third place. After Over the Rainbow, Sophie went on to star as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz at the London Palladium. She made her Broadway debut in Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance and most recently starred as Glinda in the West End production of Wicked. Lauren made her West End debut as Sandy in Greece, with her other West End credits, including playing Scaramouche in We Will Rock You and Jules in the original West End production of Bend It Like Beckham. During the pandemic, Lauren made her directorial debut when she helmed and starred in a digital revival of the last five years. Sophie and Lauren are currently preparing to release an album together called Chasing Rainbows, Finding Judy, which features some of the Judy Garland music they performed on Over the Rainbow, as well as some of their favourite Judy songs. The stuff that's been released so far is absolutely stunning. It's incredible. I love Judy's music so much. And to hear these two voices perform some of the most iconic songs is such a treat. They're incredible. It was so lovely to speak to Sophie and Lauren all about the album, Lockdown Live, how they originally met, and lots, lots more. Here's the interview. Sophie Evans and Lauren Samuels. Hello, you're in the frame. Hello. (laughs) How is it going? So we've got a lovely, we've got some lovely sunshine today. I know, how rare. Both yeah. of you, I can see like gorgeous like light shining into both of your setups. It's yeah. lovely, so nice. Paint the picture, Sophie. Where are where are you? What what's happening? What room are you in? What's happening? I'm in Cardiff, and I'm in my well. It's it's not the front room actually. It's like the back. No, everyone's got like a kitchen diner now. It's, that's what it is. It's like a kitchen diner slash living area, big room. Um, and it's a beautiful day, and yeah, I can't wait to. Enjoy the bank holiday Monday sunshine. Yeah, I love it. I love that. I can see your drum kit. Yes, I am in my living room. Um, so we've got lots of plants going on. Uh, we're very into our plants, my partner and I. And then this massive bloody drum kit there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I'm obsessed with I love that um, that six video you did when oh, you're thank you. doing the thank drum you. solo at the end. It took me a long time to learn that. My boyfriend has the patience of a saint. Um, but yeah, very fun. I love it. <laughs> um, so I'm not talking about you two. I want to find out about your music music and everything you're up to first I want to know when did obviously you were both on over the rainbow together do you remember when you first met when you first encountered each other I don't know whether I do exactly remember the very first meeting do you 
I'm trying to think. I definitely remember you at Dorothy Farm. So Dorothy Farm was oh, the yes. final 50. I remember Lauren. But the, the round before were Hackney Empire. I think it was the final 100. And I think they split it up into a few days. And I don't think we were on the same day. Because I remember um, Stephanie Davis. She was on my day. And um, Emily Fleming was on my day. So I assume you were the next day. So definitely the final 50. I can remember thinking, she's got a really good voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember half of it. I swear, like, when I get asked about Over the Rainbow, I was in such a heightened state of, like, nerves, like, nervous energy that I sort of, like, I'm like, I think I remember this. I think I remember that. You've got a way better memory about it than me. Hmm. Some things that stand out a lot, but some there are some things I go, oh, my God, I don't remember that at all. But I've got some vivid memories, yeah. But then did you two, like, strike up a, a friendship as, as that went on? Like, by the time you finished and you left, you were obviously you were both in the top three. Were you, were you like, sat? Like, you were like, yeah, we're going to be we can be. Yeah, I mean, we, we, were all, um, we were all very friends with each other, even though we were all up against each other for the same part. I think it was quite nice. We all had a, a good, fun time together. But I think our friendship blossomed further when we'd left the show, really. We yeah. stayed in touch um, quite a lot when we'd left the show. And then, yeah, here we are now. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, doing this massive, exciting project. So how did this come about, what you're doing right now? How did it happen? What was the starting point? Well, we I've always wanted to do a few things together. We've got the same representation uh, agent-wise. So um, an idea was floated around, maybe we should do something together, a celebration of our friendship and things like that. So we kind of brainstormed and thought, well, it needs to be something connected to The Wizard of Oz and the thing that brought us together. So we thought, why not? do Judy Garland music because I feel like that hasn't been done in our style forever maybe but uh, especially for a long time so we thought we'd put up Judy Garland style evening on at Zadell um, in Piccadilly Circus and we realized very quickly we knew very little of her music and we really <laughs> needed to do research which was probably good because it meant we had to delve into her life and we learned a lot about her and then Lauren said oh this would be such a good album yeah, and then it sort of ran from there, didn't it? It was like, wouldn't this be the most amazing album? And then um, contacted a few people who might be interested in the idea to see if anyone sort of bit and went, yes, let's make this. And then we were lucky enough to have Alpha Music and Records say, yes, we're going to um, make this album for you. We believe in it. We believe in you. Um, and then suddenly, it was so quick, wasn't it? The turnaround. All of a yeah. sudden, out of nowhere, we were in a recording studio and then we were doing a photo shoot and then it was happening. <laughs> and you get, you've got these incredible photos. The first single was out already. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's this crazy kind of thing, but it's one of these, in this time when we're restricted in what we can do, this is the perfect project and the perfect yeah. thing to keep your brain sticking along. We were right? so lucky because we managed to squeeze in the recording just in that time before Christmas when and the lockdown broke for like two weeks or something, whenever it was. We managed to squeeze it in then. Um, and then, as you say, we managed to do this amazing photo shoot and video shoots for the single as well. Um, and yeah, it's just been like a whirlwind. And I think it's really something that's kept me, I don't know about you, Soph, but kept me sane during lockdown, mm. having this project that yeah. I love and believe in so much. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. What's, um, what, what, uh, you say like you've done lots of the research and you've delved into her back catalogue and stuff. What have been some of those hidden treasures that have stuck out? For me, in terms of her music, 
it's listening to how kind of tortured a lot of it is. This is really dark, yeah, but it's, was. I didn't realize how many, she's got these kind of torch songs and really lonely lyrics and, you know, talking about me and me and my shadow is a song of hers that's really haunting and thinking, wow, she was so lonely mm-hmm. and in a way her life was so tragic and she, she didn't like have any, anything to show for her at the end of her life really, did she? She didn't have any not that money's everything, but you know, she she wasn't this wealthy, wealthy woman who had the best life. It was it was tough, and I think that mm. was the sh- biggest shock for me. Yeah, I mm. think realizing how many of the titles of her songs were like Sophie said, "Me and My Shadow," "By Myself," like they were all like really sad, mm. lonely um, songs. And as we as we were delving into her life, and we we did the show as well, sort of chronologically, when we actually did it live, we spoke in between each song about. Um, you know, what part of her life she was at when this song was released. And we suddenly started to realise how, you know, how dark it was getting and how lonely Mm. the songs were. Um, I think By Myself, which is one of my um, solos on the album, is a song that I'd not heard before and is so, so stunning and beautiful to sing. So, um, and you loved The Boy Next Door, didn't you? Yeah, so I... I I that. Yeah, The Boy Next Door from um, Meet Me in St. Louis, I think it is, because I think we used to say Meet Me in St. Louis. Louis, but it's Louis. The Boy Next Door, Meet Me in St. Louis, and it's just gorgeous. It's a... this is when she was she was very young and that wasn't she I think probably 1920 and she's just radiant in the film and the song is just so youthful and you know exciting and she just likes this boy next door and but the melody is amazing and yeah I like that one mm. it's such a nice you're, you're so right it's such a nice style and it's something that we don't hear that much at the moment I feel like it's it's yeah. a really important era as well for like the, like with the musical theatre and she was yeah. a massive star and did things that like so few people have done and made it so big but we don't we don't kind of hear that music right now do we and it's so it still sounds so great it sounds so kind of fresh when you I'm hearing like you two do it and yeah. it's like important that I think more people are discovering this this style and we're, we're like hearing more of it. Yeah, I think that's what we wanted to do with the album as well. Like, although we wanted to honour the era um, of the album, because it's so, it's so, the beautiful music is just, I mean, you don't want to touch it too much, you know, it is what it is, it speaks for itself. But we also wanted to bring it forward into the modern age a little bit and make it accessible for younger people that might not necessarily know Judy's music. Mm. What um what are the what other plans? Do you think you'll do more live shows? I feel like this. You've got you've got like a tour in here for sure with this uh, concert. Yes. You've got you've got a concert. That's what the people like. The people like a concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got um we've got a couple of things that will come up. Obviously, the album, the full album, isn't out till July the second. Um, and then post July second, we are hoping to get um we'd love to do that. Do a little yeah. tour um around because the music is like as you say, it speaks for itself. It sells itself without having to know that it's even particularly Sophia night it's like a Judy Garland night lovely yeah we'll definitely yeah, go to that totally <laughs> yeah. I think that this I know it's to keep on about Covid but it still is having such a big impact on making plans and and I would love to say yeah let's do a Cardiff date let's do a London date let's go you know do some maybe rural events so they would be smaller events but I think that's what the music suits it doesn't I don't know if it would suit a big arena theatre feel no. anyway I think it needs that intimate so you can see the story and, and hear you know exactly what we're trying to convey so when we're allowed and producers are, are willing to kind of go yeah we'll book you in we'll take not take a risk but you know we're, mm. we're guaranteed to get a bit back I think then something will happen but for now you know even the even the big shows I was looking at ticket sales the other day I was looking at um at Wicked just for an example their first show I thought oh, it must be sold out 
and it's really not and I'm thinking mm. who why and why aren't the tickets selling and then I realized there's no tourists here it's only people in the UK um and so I think people are still a bit afraid to, mm. to spend too much money so mm. you know we got to we've got to do it at the right time that makes sense for we want it to be capitalized as much as possible so there's no point going yeah let's do a concert next week when no one can really come but we do have a gig at, at Zadell, so we're going back to do the album um, July 27. Yes. So that'll the be nice. full album, which will be nice, obviously, because it changed slightly from the first time that we did it at Zadell. Um, obviously, it was just with a piano then, and we didn't have all these beautiful um, orchestral arrangements, um, and the songs have changed slightly. We've um, mm. updated them for the album, as I said, so it'll be nice to go back to Zadell, where we started, and be like... <gasps> This is it now. This is the album. This is the adult version of it. We yeah. did the like, let's play around and see what happens. And now it's, it's you know, it's locked in now. Ever wondered what it takes to make it in the movie business? Peel back the curtain with 4-6 Success Filmmaking. 4-6 Success Filmmaking is where filmmakers share their stories and the secrets. It's beyond competitive out there. There have been movies that it's taken me 10 years to get made. Don't wait to create. Like, you've got to just keep making stuff. Tune in to 4-6 Success Filmmaking for your dose of cinematic realness, direct from the voices that have lived it. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Um, How are you... How are you both? Kind of, I'm going to touch on what you're just saying there. How are you both feeling right now? Where are your what what gear are your brains in? Because it's as performers, like we've all just everything has just gone right. We've just had the, this crazy, crazy time. But then you've equally you've like you've done this album, and like Lauren, you made your directorial debut like last <laughs> year. Like these crazy opportunities have been coming up. Sophie's been performing at like drive-ins left, right, centre. You know, there's <laughs> been all these weird things happening so there have been like mm. bursts now isn't there there's almost like glimmers so are you what well, how are you dealing with that how are you just approaching a day-to-day life because there is this kind of these extreme highs and then the lows are even more mm. extreme than they would be in, in normal times so how are you how are you coping where, where are you at well <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a very big question um yeah the start of lockdown like it was def- like it was a novel to everyone right it was this like really exciting and as you say I was able to make my de- directorial debut and do the last five years which was this like to me um, an amazing feat I've always wanted to delve a bit into directing and I still hope to do it a little bit more in the future so it was amazing and then of course as it continued I think it all got a bit saturated didn't it doing all the online stuff we were all like Mm. okay I've had enough of this now (laughs) I'd like to get back on stage actually with a live audience um and so now I'm sort of at the point where I'm ready to get back on stage and Mm. It's weird because unless you were sort of in a show before lockdown hits, there's not really many opportunities coming up. There might be little tiny gigs here and there that you can do, but I've sort of accepted the fact that I'm not sure I'm going to be in a big show again for a while because they're already cast. Of course, those cast that were already in a show have waited a year and now they'll do another year, you know. Mm. Um, So I think it's just accepting and going, okay, it's fine. Sophie and I have managed to get this amazing album out, which I'm so proud of and so pleased about. And hopefully we'll get some little gigs in and I'm not going to take it all too seriously or take it to heart and just sort of roll with the punches because that's sort of what we've been doing anyway for the past 18 months and just sort of, yeah, not get too too upset or too hung up on the industry as it were. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm kind of similar in terms of, I've got this 
really funny thing at the moment. You know, everyone is so happy about theatres reopening, which obviously I am. But because, like Lauren said, we're not going into shows and the, the battle is still there for us. We still need to audition and we need the, opp- the opportunities to come our way. So I'm a little bit like, I feel a little bit of pressure. I don't know about if other people feel like this. I feel a bit yeah. like, oh gosh, I need to get into, and theatres are open. I need to be in something. I need to, yeah, I need to announce something. something. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact we have this album has been such a, a good thing to put my mind towards. Know that there will be opportunities that come from it and we just need to sit on it and be patient and wait for that um because as you say shows have their cast and there'll be the opportunity here and there but most things are for you know post jan january so we're, we're going into 2023 yep 23 oh my gosh what year are we 21 <laughs> so we'll be yeah. going into 22 years away so like it oh does gosh, feel like please, 2025 no. like what well, year is I, it i don't know what day it is ever so um <laughs> let alone the year uh so 2022 i think will probably be the boom for theater so i like exactly like lauren said i'm kind of sitting on Let's just be calm yeah, for try now. To be calm. Take it in your stride and and not get too overwhelmed when you see cast announcements for things mm. that maybe were meant to happen last year that had cast but didn't announce. So I'm going, oh gosh, why why am I not involved in that? And just taking a breath, you know. Mm-hmm. But in normal times, I say in inverted commas, how do you approach like the like the game side of it you know like when you do have those highs and lows you're auditioning for three things and you're like trying not to envisage the money just yet or you're not trying to envisage the the like the schedule Mm. the life and it's so hard some people are so come across it they're so chill and so able to just be like yeah you know it's fine whatever but some you know I know a lot of people who literally do start putting these things in their diary and they do start mm. thinking about like their bank balance and yeah. these other all these all these factors and then it's it's so it, it's like the hardest bit like what are you how do you approach it Yeah I mean some things hit me harder than others I think it depends for me personally how long you've been auditioning like sometimes auditions can last weeks as you know mm. 6 7 8 rounds those ones hit me harder because like you've been living it and breathing it and you're like getting closer and closer and closer um but I think you just have to have the thickest skin like my mum always says to me I don't know how you pick yourself up so quickly and I'm like well I have to there's no other option really Mm. you know like yes of course we want every role we're auditioning for of course we do but it's not my job to get the job if that makes sense my job is to go in the room and do the best I can at the audition the material they've given me and be likable and presentable and you know, do the best I can in the audition room. And then it's not it's not up to me anymore. It's sort of up to up to them, up to fate. And I'm either right or I'm not. And I think you just have to get that in your head. Like it can be, you're too tall, you're too short, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too anything. It can be nothing to do with your talent at all. So I think you just have to have that sort of thick skin and go, okay, brush it off. That didn't work out for me. What's mm. next, you know? Mm. What are you so fit? Um, I would say... Uh, in a way you kind of have to put it in in your subconscious diary because if say for example you audition for something and oh well you would be involved from September to September and you were planning on any you know a couple of gigs in that time you think well I won't book them and it's everything kind of like it's a cycle and it's a vicious cycle because you might go well I won't say yes to that because if I get that and it's a bit like trying to balance 10,000 things at once but um I think one of the, one of the main things I want to make sure I do this year is n- I saw something I think Leighton randomly Leighton Williams shared it is something we need to stop confusing availability people's free time 
with availability because mm-hmm. I think in our industry and I know it, it has to be like this in a certain way we will we would work at any point we don't do bank holidays so this whole bank holiday thing that's mm-hmm. been going on through lockdown and people are like what's the bank holiday I'm like that really doesn't mean anything to a performer because that usually means extra shows. So, weekends, you know, yeah, even what? weekends don't mean yeah. anything, yeah. But I think, I, you know, I'm get, getting a bit older now and I think, no, I've missed out on people's weddings in the past mm. and gone, I won't go to my friend's set anniversary dinner because I can't I have this audition the next day and just kind of balancing life and work a little bit more evenly, especially because I think it's going to be stressful anyway. So just availability, you know, it should be on our terms sometimes as well, I think. Yeah, well, like audition, I think we're like the most mind-blowing thing what people probably don't appreciate, and I don't think I even really appreciate this until more recently, is that when you're going through rounds and rounds of auditions, this is your time that mm. having to get out of work for and stuff. Yeah, you're exactly. not being paid for it. And it's really expensive to get yeah. there and to learn all this material. Like, it's like the amount of stuff you have I to know. do for free, like, yeah. just before you've even got through a few rounds. It's like... It's, it's, it's so tough. I don't know how they would ever change that because, know. you know, they can't pay for everyone. But, but for example, like, I choose to live in Cardiff and that's totally my choice and it's so much cheaper to live here. So I am saving money in terms of that but every time I come up you know it's 70 80 pound for a train ticket so if I come up for three rounds then don't get it that's you know that's that's a lot of money Mm. um so like for example there's a couple of things that I got asked to do audition for a couple of months ago and and the the pay weekly was so low that I was thinking by the time I pay my agent pay digs pay this pay that I'm going to be on about 100 pound a week and that's before I've eaten anything, you know? Mm. So I'm just thinking, I don't know how people do it. I really don't. It has to make sense for me um, like that. But I do take my hat off to people who just go, oh, I'll just, I'll just do it and lose money. I wish I could do that, but that's I just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. What are the things right now that's getting you excited? What's the happy place? No, just, go on, Lon. Well, I was going to say exa- the album. Yeah. I mean, I'm so so proud and excited that I've never had an album out. Sophie's had um, a couple of solo albums out in the past, but I've never had an album at all. So this is like super exciting for me. Um, and it's exciting even just talking about it makes me really <laughs> excited, let alone the idea that we're going to eventually be able to do gigs and tours together um, is really exciting. And then for me, like like Sophie was saying, taking a step into my life a little bit more and being like, okay, well, I'm going to learn the drums because I've got mm. time or I'm going to spend some time with my family. I'm going to go and, you know, spend time with my boyfriend or whatever. All the things that you, um, as performers, people don't realise that you don't actually get to do that often because <laughs> mm. we're always working. So yeah, that's getting me excited. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's live singing in general. I just really, we did a concert together last week, actually, Um for Alice Fern's intermissions and that was amazing just I just listened to everyone's sound check and thought this is what I've missed I just I am just I love singing that is it mm-hmm. I just love if it's in the car if it's in the house music just makes me happy so it's just hearing live music because in Wales as well we've had slightly different a slightly different rule to England yeah. we've had no live performance for a full year not one live performance at all in this country um not even outdoors there's been absolutely nothing so I saw some I think last week the rule changed and I saw there was a band at like a a big uh, venue like a bar place but a band and I was like oh that just music just missed that so much that's insane nothing for a whole year no music for and i thought that there were times weren't there when, like you weren't able to get out of wales come do jobs over here because the restrictions mm. are different like it's just so mind-blowing yeah i know it's so weird 
But I did come up and do, as you mentioned, the drive-ins, and I did a really fun. I feel like I saw, I saw you at the drive-in. I came to drive-in. It was the best thing did ever. You? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was so fun. Lot, you did a one as well, didn't you? Lot? I did, I did one, you yeah. too. So much fun, yeah. That's so good. Cool. Really, really good concept. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, long, I'm like, long may that continue. Like, long may that continue. It's the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. The, ho- the tooting of the horns <laughs> rather than clapping really freaked me out. The first song, you know. It was, I was like, oh, that's that's a positive sound. They just can't, they can't laugh. It was so funny. And the windscreen white going to the music was so funny. And Lauren, I feel like we need to get yeah. Lauren in the band of a show. Like, you need to be like the drummer in six, please. That's, oh my that's God, getting you know, me excited. I, I had an actual dream that that happened when I was learning the song because I was like living, breathing it, trying to learn it. And I had a dream that I played one of the queens. And in that, in that very final song, I was the first and only ever queen to go back and play the final drum bit. And I was like, yeah. Yes, and then I woke up. Oh, it's not real. Yeah, oh, that would, no. that would be incredible. Yeah, that would be the best thing ever. Um, fun, listen, fun. thank you so much for doing this. Such a pleasure thank to you. speak to you. And a bank holiday Monday and glorious sunshine. I hope you're going to enjoy yes. some. But um, yeah. everyone needs to go check out the album when it's released yes, in July. Please. Download, stream, everything. Come to the concert. Yes, we've got um, we've got a couple more singles coming out from the album before its actual release on July second. So look out for a few more singles drops as well but um yes you can pre-order it now chasing rainbows finding judy we haven't even said the title guys oh yeah chasing rainbows finding judy is the title cool yeah, you, you, <laughs> are, you are like pr professionals this is like another mm. area <laughs> thank you so much girls thank you thank you, thank you. Mm. Oh, so fun Sophie and Lauren's album, Chasing Rainbows, Finding Judy, is released on Friday the 16th of July. The latest single, Get Happy, is out today and you can see them back at Live at Zadell on Tuesday the 27th of July at 9pm. Thank you so much to Sophie and Lauren for taking time out to record this episode of In The Frame. It's such a pleasure to speak to them. If you enjoyed this episode and this series of In The Frame, make sure you hit that subscribe button and you could also leave us a little Apple Podcast rating and review. You can follow Western Frame on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and make sure you check out our other podcast, The Western Frame Show, for your weekly stagey catch up. Thank you for listening to this series of In the Frame. I've had an absolute blast, and your messages and shares and just all the kind words all mean the world i've been so lucky to speak to so many incredible people thank you to all the wonderful guests we've had so many incredible stories and i have to say it's it's kept me going recording this series has just been the best thing ever we'll be back very soon but for now thank you for listening <laughs>